Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I have no idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places. The history of film. That better who even when the lights go dim. From James Cagney to Nosferatu and stunts that shock you. And dirty, dirty studios made. From wings to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones. Romantic crazy fans that leave no real a ton. Hollywood is still the mystery in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham, just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. History, the history of film. All of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. What are we talking about today? Oh, we should address the elephant in the room first. Yeah, we're going to address the elephant in the room. Dev's not here, y'all. Mm, and we've been off the air for like two weeks. Yeah, we've been off the air. We were very sorry. We didn't want to be. We didn't want any of this. Dev ordered a hurricane to Florida. Yeah. I don't know why he did it. He, but... he grubhubbed it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he door dashed it. <laughs> Grubhub's like, what, 2007 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, so like, he meant the drink. But he got he, he fucked it up and it was an actual hurricane. <laughs> it was an actual hurricane. And uh, um, he hasn't been able to upload the audio from the prior episode we shot. Yeah. Nor record new audio right. for a additional episode. Um, it's hard I, to upload in a flood. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. No shade. Yeah. And um, uh, also I'm leaving for like four days to go to Arizona to. Right run a TikTok account for a music festival. So everything is just shuffly and duffly yeah, right now. My life has been chaotic as fuck. Mm. Work's been insane. You've had to write 14 scripts for three different trailers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's nonsense. Everything's nonsense right now, but we were like, we got to do something. Yeah, and you know what? It's perfect. It's perfect that it's this much nonsense. Dev is dealing with hurricanes and natural disasters, mm-hmm. which if you think about it, is true horror. Like, to begin mm-hmm. the spooky season. We are in spooky season. We're getting into spooky season now. It's October. It's October the 6th as we record yeah. this. It'll probably be, like, October the 26th. 2023 when this goes up. But true scary stuff. Because the prior episode that we did record that we're waiting for the audio on, that was not a spooky episode. No, it was not. Uh, we didn't anticipate... When we, we, we had the idea for the episode... We forgot that spooky season was around the corner. Yeah. Um, and so we're just going to hold that till November. And then Dev door dashed a hurricane. Right, exactly. So yeah. we're going to hold that till November, and we're going to try and spook up the month as much as we can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, no worries. We're going to bring it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what we're about to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. That's interesting that, uh, that you don't know. <laughs> I don't either. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do know. We're going to kind of riff. I mean, I got some stuff ready, but this was slapdash last minute, mm-hmm. if I'm just going to be honest with you yeah, and the audience. Maybe I'm, we can cut this, but... We cut this whole thing. Yeah, we'll cut this I'll delete the thing. Anchor account. <laughs> but, uh, we'll no, delete the podcast. James and I were talking, we're like, we're like we got to try and record something, because I'm going to be gone until Tuesday. Yeah. And... Uh, 
whenever you work a festival, um, there's notoriously like you get sick afterwards. Something yeah. about breathing in dust for three days straight, 12 hours a day you get uh, isn't great for your immune system. <laughs> so I am not 100% positive we'll be able to record again. Yeah. So Ever. Yeah, ever, or when I'll have time to even edit what we're recording right now. So we're just going to try something. <laughs> we're going to try this out. We're going to try this out. I'm going to tell you about a man today. A man? A man. A little bit about this man named Marie-Georges-Jean Mellet. <laughs> John Jacob Pickleheimer Schmidt? Basically, man. He's a French guy with a very French name. I'm going to tell you about this man but before I do, I'm going to have to tell you a little bit about <laughs> when this man was living <laughs> in a little segment we call, Where Are We? <laughs> set the spooky vibe, set the, uh, you know, the, the fucking, uh, the music's going, the lightning. The year is 1896, the year of our dark lord. 1896? 1896. Holy shit. We are three years before Red Dead 2. (laughs) (laughs) That was the before one. Yeah, Red Dead 2 was the prequel. Yeah, this might be as far back as we've gone. I can't remember. I always say that. I think it is. It might be. 1896. Bogey was born in like 1899. So this Jesus, may be, dude. correct us if we're wrong, people. Is this as far back as it goes? We're three years before Red Dead 2. We're 30 years after the fucking Civil War. Wait, really? Yeah. Like, the Civil War, is that recent? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. 1860s, my man. Wow. Yeah. It was a Damn. crazy time. People were doing acid. You know? Were they? Nah. Was acid invented? Nah. No. It was the 60s. Is this Reconstruction? <laughs> this is this is uh, the uh, the Gilded Era. Grover Cleveland is in his first term as president. Just putting you all putting mm. you all at, at a little when are we here? Utah is admitted as the 45th state in America. This is the year that Utah joined us. Oh. Yeah. That yeah. took a while. Yeah, it took a while. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, Why did yeah. we wait so long on Utah? Man, we just... The Mormons hadn't really happened yet. Wasn't the West settled by then? <laughs> no, not really. No, oh, this is Red Dead. Oh, yeah, that's you right. Know? They're still settled. California thing yet? Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was. It had been established 1850. So we did California without doing all the stuff in the middle? Yeah, absolutely. We're like, ah, I'll just skip the middle shit. Yeah, like, just start in the West. <laughs> start we'll we'll meet in the middle can. at some point. <laughs> and we'll create Utah. What a, what a waste. Oh, Vegas, <laughs> uh, Vegas works out. I think the mob for that one, though. This is the year of Plessy versus Ferguson. This is when the U.S. Supreme Court introduces the separate but equal doctrine that upholds racial segregation, uh, which would go on a long time. Way yeah. longer than America would like to admit. Whoa. Them. Yeah. They were on separate but equal really quick after really the war. Quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were pretty much trying to... To fix that whole situation, they were like, "We gotta, we gotta button up this whole progress situation." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too much progress happening. Too much too progress quick. happening. Way too quick. These people are gonna freak out. It's gonna be a panic. You know, the, the Utahians aren't gonna like this. We gotta <laughs> pass some laws. This was 11 years after its foundation. A group of 12 purely industrial stocks are chosen to form the Dow Jones Industrial Average. My God. Yeah, the Dow Jones is introduced this year. I didn't know year. stocks are that old. Dude, yeah, stocks are this old. But this is all like like the Ford Quadricycle, the first Ford vehicle ever developed, is completed in 1896. Really? Yeah. 
damn. We're, we're way back then, man. This we are is, way back then. This is then. a time. But I'm going to tell you about my favorite part of 1896. My favorite my favorite story ever from all 1896. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I'm a big 1896 big guy. Big 1896 guy, and this has to be my favorite one. <laughs> this was known as the Crash at Crush. It was a one-day publicity stunt in the United States and <laughs> in Texas. And this took place on September 15, 1896, in which two uncrewed locomotives were crashed into each other head-on at high speed. <laughs> just for fun. Dude, what? They, just, they took a bunch of people off the train, just pushed that fucking throttle as far as it would go, and, and on the other end of the tracks did the same to another train, and they just crashed it into each other fucking head-on. For uh, just for kicks, man. Just for kicks. Just for kicks. This was, and this was also just months after uh, a real train collision happened uh, in the west of Atlantic City, New Jersey. Two two trains collided, crushing five loaded passenger coaches, killing 50, 50 people died on this thing. My seriously God. injuring approximately sixty people. And then a few months later, they were like, "Let's do that." But for fun, that'd be like organizing a plane crash after nine, like yeah, six months after nine eleven. Exactly. That's insane. Yeah, like a month afterwards. Wait, but to, like, who finances operations? They charge a ticket price. Like, so, was, what was the purpose of this? No admission was charged. You could go for free. Uh, and train fares to the crash site, called Crush, by the way, that's what it was called, uh, set up as a temporary destination for the event were offered at the reduced rate of $3.50 uh, from any location in Texas. And when you put that through the old inflation calculator, that was about 115 bucks. Wow. So there was no entry fee to get in, mm-hmm. but you could buy a train ticket to go see it. I see. All railroad Big trains. Big trains. They were like, we're going to decommission these trains anyway. What exactly. if we charge people to decommission these trains? Yes. Dude, big trains always been on it. Big trains. So you could go to your <laughs> local train station in Texas and buy a, t- a train ticket to crush. Crush. Did that, that include a return trip, or you gotta buy another one to get back? <laughs> you just live there now. You know, yeah. And that is how Phoenix was it started. It was $3.50. That's like three years of salary. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that and was that like is, a life savings. Yeah, and that town is now Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, it's in Texas. It was in Texas. That is how Austin was started. Dude, so 40,000 people showed up to this thing. <laughs> 40,000 people. Christ, dude. More than more people than lived in the state's second largest city at the time attended the event. Dude, 40k congruent viewers is a good stream number. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> let's do. It's like a live stream IRL. Matter of fact, let's do the tickets here. Let's see calculator. Just oh, how much part. money they made total? Yeah, three. I would love if someone made an inflation calculator for population. Yeah. So it's like, because there were less people back then. Yeah. So, like, what's 40K congruent viewers nowadays? Yeah. Like, if yeah. I had a Twitch stream, right. how many viewers am I getting on a Twitch stream? <laughs> so, that was 40,000 people. So, if you do the numbers, that's $3.50 a ticket at the time. 
Uh, which, not all these people took the train to see it, but I would imagine a lot of them did, since mm -hmm. this is in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Mm -hmm. This is probably Absolutely. the majority. Yeah. That's about $140,000 that they made off this event. And when you run that through the old inflation calculator, that is $5 million. Holy shit. To, to crash two trains into each other. That's insane. And like you said, they were absolutely like, these trains are going to go off the tracks in a fucking month. Yeah. Let's just crash them into each other. That's wild, crash dude. Crash at crush, dude. Dude, what an ingenious marketing move. It was ingenious, except for, unexpectedly, the impact, which, who knew this would happen? The impact caused both engine boilers to fucking explode like a bomb, like a nuclear bomb goes off, resulting in a shower of flaming metal debris all over the crowd, kills two people, causes numerous injuries, thousands of people are injured. No! Oh Who knew? my god. Who knew Wait. this would be a bad idea? Like, I figured they would have put them a little farther back. Nah, nah man, it's 1896. You can't see the crash that Let good the kids from over see. there. Yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Five feet away. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't know this would be dangerous. <laughs> Dude, killed two people. That's insane. So the railroads had to, like, all sorts of lawsuits. I was about to say, were there such a thing as lawsuits back then? Yeah, they had to settle <laughs> a lot. They had to give one dude, like, it was the equivalent. They only gave him, like, 300 grand, though. It really wasn't, you know. But, uh, <laughs> who knew? Man. That's crazy. I'm surprised they had laws back then. Yeah. I would have thought you just did shit. <laughs> the story made national headlines. Crush was immediately fired from the KD Railroad. The guy who organized it was fired. He worked for the railroad. Road, oh, his name was Crush? His name was Crush. That's oh, why they called it Crash I Crush. assumed that Crush was just two things were crushed into each other. <laughs> it just it worked out that way. Yeah. yeah. It was. It just worked out. He was just a genius marketer, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but he was fired, of course, because the thing went terribly bad. In light of a lack of negative publicity, however, he was rehired the very next day and continued to work for the company until his retirement in a career spanning six decades. That is wild. <laughs> Why was this not a side quest in Red Dead 2? I know. They fired the guy, but then they were like, oh, well, nobody's really saying it was a bad God, thing. God, so that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he was fired for a day. I'm so upset this wasn't a side quest. Can you imagine <laughs> Arthur Morgan being like, I think it's a bad idea. I don't, I don't know about you, this Mr. Is a Crush. Good idea. <laughs> I don't know about you, Crush. <laughs> the Katy Railroad quickly settled several lawsuits from the victim's family with cash and lifetime rail passes. <laughs> you can ride the train as much as you like. All right, I know you, I killed your. Brother. You want to be reminded of how your <laughs> exactly. cousin died? <laughs> I know how much you love trains now, so we'll give you free access to them. Uh, and the photographer was injured as well. He was injured on the job. He was exploded, you know. They had um, photomographs back then? They had photomographs going, you know. He was just sitting there with the old, like, a colloidal silver or whatever the hell that shit yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the train's on sand still long enough for you to get a clear picture. What does that picture look like? Just he was blur? using that camera from Red Dead. You know, um, the one that you can, yeah. Doesn't that one still take 14 hours? He was using Arthur Morgan's camera. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he received damages amounting to the U uh, U.S. Uh, ten thousand dollars, which, uh, when you run that through the old inflation calculator, that's about three hundred twenty-five grand. He got 
So he got paid very well for that shoot. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean. I'm set for a minute. Yeah. Ten grand back in his day. He was one of the richest men in the world. You know. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Though the incident had resulted in tragedy, the Katy Railroad benefited enormously from the attention it received, including international recognition. Despite the disaster, many railroads continued to stage locomotive collisions in the following years. <laughs> so they kept doing this. I mean, look. Listen. No! Listen, man. Did if, they at least put people farther back next time? Maybe. You know, maybe they learned. Maybe they didn't. I mean, it was 1896. When did really... locomotive collisions stop is my question. What was the last they, one? You know what? They don't have to. <laughs> If we can make enough money on this podcast, I will stage a locomotion crash. Uh, we'll make that a Patreon goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you donate $8 million <laughs> at the $8 million tier, we we'll will crash some trains we'll crash each other. And trains and we'll stand together. way too close to it. <laughs> and we'll get old Tommy Photographer Man to take a really blurry picture. <laughs> But that is, that's when we are right now. That is, <laughs> we're, we're in train a, crashing times. We're in train crashing times. What Basically, what uh, I want you to understand is we're in a time of spectacle. We're in a time where 40,000 people were bored enough to say, they're going to be crashing two trains together? I got to see that. Here's what in God's green dick dude, does this have to do a film? <laughs> this, because I'm going to tell you, today about the very first horror movies that have ever that ever came out in history. Oh my god. Yeah. And it was... What a what a treat this is. <laughs> I thought it was Nosferatu. <laughs> because 1896, not yet. <laughs> this is uh, 25 years ish before Nosferatu. You know, I barely asked that on Nosferatu episode. Was this the first horror movie? Yeah. And you were like, no. no. I already forgot. Yeah. But... I don't even know why I'm on this show. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Who's Steve McQueen? <laughs> Oh, man, go listen to Steve McQueen, y'all. Man, if you want some real nightmares, go listen to Steve McQueen. Who? Who? But 1896 is the year that House of the Devil comes out. That was the name of the first horror movie? That was the name of the first horror movie. That seems really sacrilegious to be the first horror movie. Wasn't everyone back then a Christian? It was because it was French, my man. Uh Uh-huh. This is... France has always been a godless country. That's right. I've been, saying that. I've been saying that. I've been saying it. That's why the Nazis invaded. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking for God. <laughs> House of the Devil comes out. This is considered the first horror movie film ever made. It was directed by Georges Millet. I think that's how you say it. Georges Millet. George Molasses. George Molasses. George Molasses directed this thing. Uh, this was one of those that was deemed lost, actually, until a copy turned up at the New Zealand Film Archive in 1988. Oh, my God. What were How you Kiwis doing with this thing? Where did you put it? Where did you put it? I have a couple questions. Okay. What is a film back then? <laughs> what does that consist of? <laughs> Two... How do you make copies, and how would one have gotten lost? I feel like that would be a very difficult process. Um, I'm actually going to tell you a little bit about that. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to get into it. Well, we'll see. I mean, honestly, I threw this thing together. Uh-huh. We'll see. We might do a follow-up. Yeah, we'll probably do a follow-up. This Next is just year. To get your, get, I, I'll tell you what. This is mainly to tell you about these films uh, and Existence. what they were 
and their existence. Mm-hmm. You can find all this on YouTube and uh, as in an article that I found. Really? That I'll tell you about. Yeah, is yeah. George Molassi still getting paid? George Molasses is still alive. He's still getting paid. <laughs> cool. Uh, he still doesn't quite understand why segregation is over. You know, but, <laughs> nah, he was in France. He didn't know what the fuck was going on over here. He His YouTube care. monetization is popping off. Yeah, he was on. Jan- <laughs> he was at January 6th. He was at the Capitol. <laughs> <you know. laughs> he... I mean, films were probably so short back then. He's got a TikTok account. They're exactly. distributing on TikTok. He's that, he's getting the creator fund. You're not wrong. These are very short. That's one of the reasons. If you want to see the very horse, very first horror film, these are very short. These are like minutes long. Wow. Horror films. Yeah. Ahead of his time. Yeah. <laughs> he would love TikTok. I know, man. Like, for instance, House of the Devil. Uh, its title has also been translated to Manor of the Devil, The Haunted Castle, The Devil's Manor, and The Devil's Castle. You know, metal, bro. This series of sketches begins with a bat. Sketches. <laughs> it's just sketches. It begins with a bat transforming into... Mystifiles. <laughs> A bat transforming into Mephisto. Wait a second. Mephisto? Mephisto Felice. Mephisto Felice. <laughs> he transforms into Mephisto Felice, an agent of the devil. With the help of his assistant, he conjures demonic entities from a cauldron, which then go on to prank two men who enter the castle. In the end, one of the men uses a crucifix to make Mephisto Felice disappear. That's hilarious because um, uh, in Marvel Comics, yeah. uh, basically the devil in Marvel is called Mephisto. Oh shit! This yeah. is where it's from. Maybe, yeah. I yeah. wonder if, like, I wonder if there's a root Latin word to Mephist, right. or if, like, the Marvel writer was literally just like, "I'm gonna copy that." <laughs> it's got to be Bible stuff. I don't remember Bible, Bible stuff. shit. Yeah, it's... I grew up in the Bible South, but I don't remember it all. <laughs> I never read it. I'll yeah. Wait. I'll wait for the movie. It's a yeah. Wait for the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy read. <laughs> Don't read it while you're like on edibles or anything. That's for sure. <laughs> It'll freak you the fuck out. They made a video game off the Book of Enoch. I don't know where that fits into the Bible thing. I thought Somewhere. it was one book all these years, but apparently it's many. I don't know. It's a lot of books. Really? There's a lot of books in the Bible. It's pretty small for it to be a lot of books. The Bible? Yeah. The Bible's big. I mean, it's like yay big. Yeah. I mean, there's Harry Potter books longer than that. Yeah, that's true. Stephen King wrote books that are longer than the bible i'm pretty sure yeah so but, uh, there'd be a lot of books in that one book yeah those were kind of novelettes i feel like they were getting <laughs> a little a little a little fast and loose of the word books tweet at us if you know if the bible what's longer than the bible <laughs> what books are longer than the bible uh, use the hashtag hashtag longer than the bible hashtag longer than the bible film history the history if we of get film. that trending i will I will uh, quit my job and do this full time. If we get a trending, I'll wreck two trains into each other. <laughs> <laughs> so he filmed this thing, House of the Devil, in his garden outside of his home in Montreux, Saint-Denis. From Saint-Denis? Yes, indeed. Saint-Denis! Saint-Denis. For all those Red Dead fans out there, we're getting back around here. There's a whole bunch of nerd references in this yeah, episode. Yeah, man. He lived in Saint-Denis. In but in real France, you know, his was Saint Saint Denis. That's crazy. Uh, actress Jehan Dalcy, who appeared in several of his films and eventually married him, played the role of a woman who emerges from the cauldron. So it's really cool, man. It's just this guy and this girl who would eventually they would fall in love and get married. Uh, and they're just making this film in their backyard, and it's the very first horror film ever That's documented. Crazy. 
So wait, weren't cameras like forty million dollars back then? Like, who is this man? How do you have the money for this? He was endeavor? actually. So that's one of the things I'm going to get into it. But okay. I'm with you. Maybe we we should probably do a whole thing on this guy yeah. because like it goes deep. Like it, you can imagine the history on the very first guy to make the horror film. Yeah. Uh, he's also he was a ginormous filmmaker. Like very prolific. Released hundreds of films was known as one of the first filmmakers, period. But before that, uh, he was a magician. He was like a huge magician in Whoa. France. Yeah. And that was, like I was saying, it's we're in a time of spectacle. Effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He is uh, the master at sleight of hand and trickery of the eye, and he's just now filming that, and he's he's basically doing magic with a camera, you know? And that's what he's doing. He's making people disappear. He's creating ghosts. Uh, Whoa. and he's he's fucking doing magic. This man. all makes too much sense. It makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Like the, from some of the very first films were just magicians, just magic tricks, magic magic tricks. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Some historians believe that Mephistopheles was played by magician Jules Eugène Legree, who later appeared in Malay's A Trip to the Moon. So we've talked about A Trip to the Moon here and there, 1902. You can probably conjure the image in your head of A Trip to the Moon. It is the old black and white, of course, silent film from 1902, and it's the people who get on a rocket ship and go to the moon. And they, like, land on the moon, and they're on the moon, and it's this whole... It is like uh, if, if you do, like, a film history class in college, they're probably going to talk about this thing, you know? And it's perfectly preserved. It's been colorized now. You can go watch it on fucking YouTube. But it's kind of one of the first films ever. And it's just, it's about these people who go to the moon. Like, 50 years before we would ever actually even, you know, dream of going to the this moon. This is, wait, wait, this is blowing my mind. What did they think the moon looked like? It was, literally... How did they portray it? It was, uh, it looked like a circle with craters, but also he put a face on it. It was like... Can you see this in your head a little oh, bit? How'd they get that accurate? Were telescopes that good back then? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That, that's on science history, the history of science, but this is blowing my mind. I know, man. And a rocket ship. He had a rocket ship Did in the film in 1902 that looked pretty look like? similar to rockets. What the fuck? I know. It blew my mind, too. When I first watched this, it was like, wait, so we've been talking about this forever. And, of course, people are probably screaming at us right now. Da Vinci was thinking about rockets probably back oh, in the yeah, day. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. But still, like, it's not far from what it would actually become, you know, and this was nineteen. I mean, I guess if you know, like, aerodynamics, like, you can assume. It's like, okay, well... It's got to fly, so it's got to look like A, because B, because we didn't know. Did right. we have planes at the time? When did no. we? When did Orville and Redenbacher figure out planes? That was like nineteen fifteen. Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait! It's wait. also not Orville and Redenbacher. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the popcorn people. <laughs> they did popcorn on the runway. <laughs> the Wright brothers. They're the Wright brothers. They're the Wright brothers. Oh, you know what? That was like nineteen oh three. Yeah. We haven't even done planes yet? Made the first sustained flight by a manned, heavier-than-air-powered and controlled aircraft, an airplane, on 17th of December, 1903, a year after a trip to the moon would come out. Wow. So we were really thinking. We didn't even know planes yet. Yeah. We were like, I know what rocket ships will look like. I know what rocket ships going to look like. <laughs> yeah. It's some crazy shit, man. We've been doing this all along. And uh, Kubrick was there to film the whole thing, you know? Yeah, he faked the, he faked he the, plane, faked the <laughs> plane landing. He faked Kitty Hawk. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and they took those planes directly <laughs> into the Twin Towers. You know? <laughs> the Wright brothers did 9-11. They're like, these planes are going to cause some problems one day. They're made out of sticks. How are they going to hurt anybody? <laughs> well, you'll see. You'll see. One day they won't be. They're going to look like this. Old Orville and Redenbacher were not up to no good. <laughs> but a few years before this, 1896... Um, he releases, so he makes this horror film. It, it's everybody's crazy about it. He's showing it. Uh, he would be showing this in little theaters where he's doing magic. Like they would set up a projector. I'll get into a little bit of that. Uh, but again, this might be all for another episode. This is more just a That's chill. That's fascinating one. because it's like that in itself is magic. Yeah, exactly. You're going to show me a moving picture? Exactly. What kind of magic is this? Spectacle, <laughs> baby. 1896. That's what wow. we're doing. We're wowing people, you know, because uh, they're bored. And there's no TV yet. And the books suck, you know. We're like 30 years after the Civil War. There's still a lot of racism going on. And uh, we just need we need some pictures to move in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> So this year he also released A Terrible Night. And in this horror comedy, a man tries to get a good night's sleep at an inn, but ends up wrestling a giant spider in an over-the-top comedic manner. <laughs> the man, seeing a giant spider climbing the wall, picks up a broom, swats it down, and stomps on it. Then he dumps the dead spider in his chamber pot and goes back to bed, but finds he's unable to fall asleep now. And, uh... He played himself. George Millet played the guy with the spider. He played the man. And the spider was like a pasteboard prop controlled by a wire. Was um, he the first actor-director? Yeah, might have been, man. He very well might have been. This guy This is, this guy is going to like unleash a whole new series of film history episodes. This is insane. Yeah, I didn't know what I was getting into when what, I started what, this. What? spurred on the idea for this episode like how did you why did you think of this as an episode i was just trying to think of something halloweeny i don't even know how spooky this really is but, but you, it's you, just the first horror film and you just ever. googled the first horror film yeah pretty much that's such a good idea dude yeah. it's such a good idea <laughs> thank you like, man what is the first horror film that's crazy that's such a good idea these are the first horrors that ever came out first spooky, are, <laughs> spooky season this is uh, horror film history, the history of horror films. <laughs> Whoa, this is blowing my mind. This is so good. <laughs> and it's really funny, man. The spider one is actually, I mean, it looks like a spider. Like, he he played it very well. Wow. It definitely gives you the the sense of, like, what it feels like to have a spider in your room, you know. And this was, he was just, uh, yeah, he had a pasteboard prop controlled by a wire rather than a product of the special effects he would become known for. Like I'm telling you, re watch uh, a trip to the moon. The special effects get crazy. He would he would just do moving sets like a play, but for films. I know, no, no. It's all trickery and magic. Whoa, 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 was it one of those things where like the the background like kind of scrolls us on like a treadmill? Yeah, yeah, whoa. yeah. He built like a greenhouse basically, and he would film things. Wow, out there. that's he built cool. his own studio at some point. Dude, um, did you ever watch Ed and Eddie growing up, or was yeah. that okay? Yeah, yeah. dude, because I remember that from Ed and Eddie. They'd have like. That like background on the conveyor belt thing, and yes. it just like moved and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's the, he really did that. Yeah, because this is the time of big theater. You know, theater's oh. the biggest thing in the world, and so mm. you just put a camera on it. Yeah, and, and we got a, we got different. I've seen a theater set with a with a treadmill oh, background. Man. Yeah, you got to go to some big shows. Yeah, like, that's true. Hamilton. Oh, okay, yeah, because I also yeah. have only seen Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Utah, baby. It's like oh, all of the one plays I've seen. 
scene didn't do this. <laughs> the premise of Book of Mormon is beginning in the year that we're talking about. <laughs> the invention of Utah. <laughs> but this premise of that movie, uh, a person in a hotel bed trying unsuccessfully to fall asleep, that was uh, popular on stage at the time. A lot of people were doing that. So that was kind of like, he's he's almost like bringing a meme into the movie. You know, like he's... You he's, know that trend where people are in a bed and they can't <laughs> fall asleep? They can't fucking sleep. Dude, I love ah, that trend. That's my favorite one. I swear. I love people not being able to sleep. I, again, these are people that go and watch a train crash, you know, so... <laughs> This the, is the past is awesome, but it's terrible. It's like terrible. I never want to live there. But what a what a time! I want to visit. I want to visit. I would love yeah. to go back to 1896 for like a week and then yeah. be like, okay, I never want to come back here. You know, but, time travel tourism. <laughs> time travel tourism, dude. Is that a movie? Uh, I'm time pr- traveler's guide to tourism. I mean, let's let's make it. Even if it is, <laughs> hey, if White House down, apocalypse is falling, and come out in the same <laughs> same year, then we can make time traveler tourists. <laughs> The same 20 years after the original one was made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another film that he did in 1896. Time Traveler's Taurus. Time Traveler's Taurus. It was just called A Nightmare. (laughs) A Nightmare could be considered the very first dream sequence in film history. Holy shit. And the first use of psychological horror. Actually, what the fuck? This is like the first thriller. Did do the wavely doodly doodly do? Yeah, it does. Like it, it, it There's a, a lot wavy? of dreamy effects, Whoa. smoke. You know, a lot of go watch them. Yeah, they're Ooh. two minutes long. It, <laughs> it won't be a waste of time. The length of a TikTok. Yeah, yes, these are TikToks, but he get, he brings back a very original idea. The film depicts a man in bed on a stage trying to fall asleep. You know. We're going with the we're going with the one that's popular right now, baby. Uh, the money maker. People trying to sleep and they can't. You know we love that shit. That and train crashes. A beautiful woman appears at the edge of his bed, but as he eagerly sits up and tries to kiss her, what you do? If a woman shows up at the foot of your bed, you try to kiss her. That's like known. I don't know if you know that. It's science, you know. And if especially that's if you just, can't sleep. That's just traditional courtship. That's just traditional dating back in 1896, <laughs> especially if you can't sleep. If she shows up at the bed, she's getting kissed, you know. Uh, but she transforms into a minstrel. So, like, a little dancing, like, probably with blackface, you know. Uh, and then transforms into a clown. And this was probably the first time that a scary clown was used. This was like, uh, you know, a hundred years before it, there was a nightmare. <laughs> so then, I, my mind is blown. Just and and stay with me here, if you will. The background changes, and now the man finds himself on a balcony, where an enormous moon with a creepy face smiles down ominously. The moon expands in size and bites the man's arm, then laughs as the man flails about in pain. The woman, the minstrel, and the clown all reappear and dance around the man, laughing and jeering at him. The terrified man hides under his blankets, then emerges to find the scary trio has vanished and the room is back to normal. (laughs) It was an acid trip. This is so cool. I mean, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. This is a man who had dreams, and he was like, I want to convey these dreams. Yeah. 
in a, in a medium that no one understands. This is wild. This I'm gonna is wild, film this man. in my backyard. This is like he was like you know you know you know you have dreams. <laughs> well, let me show that. And someone's like, oh dude, I've had this, dude. This, <laughs> this, this happened. Uh, this was an acid trip. I just had. There was a lot of uh, uh, absinthe going around too. This is oh, France, so this yeah. could have very well been an absinthe fueled, you know, <laughs> film here. Man, dude, ideas are so old. I know. And so he's, these are getting big. These are getting popular, especially he's already a popular Where are magician. these popular on? What is, how, oh, so he's just, he's showing these before his magic tricks. Yes. Yeah. He's showing them along with his show. Okay. That he's like doing in France. Okay. And again, more and details So people would buy tickets to go see the magic show. Yeah. The magic like show. Like they would a play. Like it's like a thing you go buy tickets to. He like, would okay. show it at the train station before you went to Crush. Okay. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. You could pay a little bit. <laughs> you just go next door before you go to Crush. Okay. All right. Yeah. Watch uh, a nightmare. Yeah, this all began in December of 1895 when Georges Millet attended a special private demonstration of the Lumiere brothers' cinematograph, cinematograph given for owners of Parisian houses of spectacle. So they were doing a demonstration, the Lumiere brothers, of their new invention here. And I know we've touched on the Lumiere brothers a little bit. We used to talk about them a lot more in the original iteration of film history back in the day. That was I had started like way. I do back remember then. the Lumiere brothers, and you've also seen them at the Academy Museum. They had a big display of their stuff at the Academy Museum. Oh, I you, think so. Oh yeah, the shit that you saw in that room yeah. is what we have right now. All Whoa. the crazy old projectors and cameras. Yeah. And, as a matter of fact, I think he's this guy was mentioned in that in that exhibit. Whoa. Yeah. So Lumiere Brothers was their real name? Yeah, Lumiere. And then Lumination just... Does Lumination come from their name? Oh, shit. Maybe. Did did we get that word from them? Wait, no. Illumination? Like, Lumination is a word, right? (laughs) Is it not? Do we not luminate? (laughs) Lumination. There's illumination, like to light something. Okay. But there's also illumination, a company that is like... Is it from the 1800s? <laughs> no. I don't know what this is. It's like a VR company. <laughs> Pioneers in immersive technology. Okay, well, illumination is still close to the Lumiere. Like, that's, 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 that's too close. Yeah, it, yeah, it means yeah. too similar of a thing. <laughs> so... Um. Malaise is uh, at this thing. It's he's at this demonstration. The Lumiere brothers are putting on, given for the Parisian houses of spectacle. Basically, if you were given a spectacle in Paris at the time, you'd be in, you'd be invited to this thing. And uh, he was given many a spectacles with his little backyard horror films. Okay. And he's a magician again. He's a spectacle guy. Um, <laughs> Georges immediately offered the Lumieres ten thousand francs for one of their machines. Look, I tried to do inflation calculation. Doing, doing the doing the transfer rate from francs to U.S. dollars in 1896, and then from U.S. dollars to these days, I send it to me if you can do it, because I couldn't. <laughs> I went to Mississippi Public School. I'm lucky I have the inflation calculator website. Right? The inflation calculator. 
Maybe, maybe we shouldn't pull the curtain on this whole thing and let people see the ugliness of this, you know, inner operation here. But it's just a website. Yeah, I mean, it's got a fun sound effect, but it's just something I do. Uh, but, uh, this gets like way more complicated, you know, global economics and all that. <laughs> little economical calculator says no it's all good it was you know how much did francs you say Ten thousand francs uh five 4.5 million dollars there you go maybe maybe it was something like yep. that i mean i wouldn't be surprised so for 4.5 million dollars yeah he got what nothing they refused <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> they wanted to keep a close control on their invention and to emphasize the scientific nature of the device uh they also refused 20,000 <laughs> bids that night 20,000 francs uh, and they refused folies bergeret's 50,000 francs bid that very same night they hey, were not selling this thing yo i got 50,000 people named frank outside <laughs> they're just like yo 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 50 <laughs> thousand times you it's want like, them hey you want it we want it <laughs> it's like no I'm good no we're okay you can send the franks home <laughs> he was intent on finding a film projector for the theater robert houdin which uh he had started he had started a theater called robert houdin we'll get into it I'm just scratching the surface. As a matter of fact, maybe we should just end it here. Is this, this related isn't... to Houdini? Yeah, it is. Whoa. Yes, it is. Was Houdini a predecessor to Houdini? Yeah. Yeah, bro. We're getting... We're not going to get that deep in this episode. Okay, right. This is just the beginning of the Halloween. How far... How long have we gone, by the way? An hour. An hour? Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. How have we gone an hour? I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of nonsense in this. Yeah, I'll probably sure. cut the nonsense part. <laughs> And just focus on the guy named Frank and, and Mephisto and Houdin. Mephisto. <laughs> Theater Robert Houdin. So he turned elsewhere. Numerous others inventors in Europe and America were experimenting with a machine similar to the Lumiere's invention, albeit at a less technically sophisticated level. So you could get a cheaper Walmart version mm-hmm, somewhere. It's not, it's not the... It's not the Illuminator. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's not the Illuminator 4000. <laughs> It'll illuminate nothing. So he traveled to London and he bought an an animatograph and animatograph. He bought an animatograph. One of them animatograph. Animatograph from W from Robert W. Paul, as well as several short films sold by Paul and by the Edison Manufacturing Company. Damn. Yeah. All comes back to Edison, baby. It's all these people that I know, but don't. We'll get into that war one day. This yeah. Edison, his one of his many wars that he had yeah. was uh, anyone trying to make film-related yeah. technology at the time, and this that's, was definitely around that wild. time. Yeah. Wow. So by April 1896, the theater Robert Houdin was showing films as part of its daily performances, as part of this like the new magic, the new the, modern the new magic. magic. That's New what we'll magic. name this episode. New, the modern, new modern, modern Magic. I love that. Yeah. And um, that's it. 
Okay, that's yeah. that's hey, that's enough. I'll get deeper into it later. Maybe. But I just wanted to tell you about the first horror films ever. That's Everybody, cool. go check them out. That's cool tease. That's that's what we could put together in tight schedule. Yeah. Hey, we, we just it's this is for you guys. We we just wanted to do something because right. uh, things have been all topsy turvy. Yeah, we didn't want to leave you hanging. We've taken like three eight week breaks. <laughs> you know, last episode came out in eighteen oh five, so yeah. we just yeah. we need to follow up. It's been years. Um, uh, I don't know if the rest of Halloween will be a follow-up on this, or if this will just be put in the bank for much later. This will be put in the bank for much later. Okay, cool. Because we, we gotta get real horror vibes yeah. here going. Look, like, this was spooky-ish, Yeah, but we gotta get scared. This is a spooky teaser. Yeah, yeah. Spooky teaser. Look forward to next year. Yeah. When we learn Robert Houdin. <laughs> when we learn Mephisto. When we learn if the moon landing was faked. All <laughs> that's coming on the follow-up. George Millay. Next year. Fake the moon landing. I want to give, uh, cite my sources here. Okay. Mostly realrundown.com. Had a very cool article come out. Uh, it was called The First Ten Horror Films in Recorded History. Cool. So that's where I got a lot of this, and that led me on my uh, cool. my journey of, of investigation here. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, my journey of research. That's cool. I learned about train crashes and spooky vibes. You know, I knew in writing it, it was the most interesting thing to me, too, that train crash. <laughs> I was like, should I just steer this whole episode into the train crash? Why did they film the, plane cr- the, uh, the train crash? <laughs> they should have filmed the damn train crash. We would still be watching it. It'd still be <laughs> getting views you know <laughs> think of the streaming numbers think of the numbers cool well if you can if you want to find where i crash trains yep find me on instagram at drake cummings <laughs> on tiktok and hollywood drake at twitter on on twitter at drake underscore cummings my merch store raging 20s merch.com uh, my instagram is about to get real cool guys i i'm i'm oh, incubating yeah. content i just went to a cool party <laughs> nice. I'm about to go to a music festival to document for an occupation. Fuck yeah. A, they call it a documentarian, I think. Documentarian <laughs> occupation. I'm going to document on TikTok. So. Uh, but I'll have some personal photos from the, the, the event, maybe. Uh, check me out. Like Google me. I oh, might yeah. be on Getty Images now. There you go. If you're on Getty Images, Google, Google me. Google him. <laughs> Google him on Getty Images. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for staying this long in this episode, y'all. I really appreciate it. Whoever's still here, we love you. Uh, Thanks, Dylan. You can find me. And Tiger Lily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan, Tiger Lily, what's up? You can find me at James Wyatt Scott anywhere you're looking, or Jimmy Deloy, or you can just Google me on uh, the Getty Villa images somewhere. And you can also find me buying that $3.50 ticket to fucking crush, baby. I'm going to see these trains explode. I'm going to stand right there at the tracks. I'm going to stand right there. My foot's going to be on the track when these trains collide. And that's been Film History. The The History of Film. We love you, Dev. You know what I'm talking about.